0: Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It is that time again. May all good things be forgotten or old Lang Syne or something like that. It's the first Guys of a certain age record in 2020. Did I get that right, Art? I think that's right, yeah. yeah First yeah. one recorded 2020, yeah. I was going. Yeah. Robbie Cobalt's in studio with the aforementioned Art, Art Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. And and, Jay Reed. Yeah, we're here, guys. I hope your holidays are great. Um, this will drop the second full week in, in January, but uh, this has been kind of a weird holiday season for me, at least, because... Wait, the way is, have we already passed Christmas? Yeah, we're past oh Christmas. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's already a lot it's uh-huh. already halloween of 2020 that's yeah. right
1: <laughs> actually it is already valentine's i was in the store yeah, yesterday valentine's. and valentine's candy has replaced the santa stuff
0: has it gone too far too quick i think so
2: there's
1: no question
0: i mean it is a perpetual holiday that could be an entire episode not this episode but it could be an entire episode so
1: let's change now let's change now
2: so we, we hope
1: emergence and talk about how things are <laughs> rawr, rawr, rawr.
0: when that kind of the whole get out of my studio wasn't it about a year ago we sat down and said hey let's do a podcast yeah yes. We don't date anywhere. Well, I've got it somewhere.
1: So but anyway. More we'll we'll It's reminisce. on our first check. I'll go go home and look at my payroll file.
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> you, you mean you got paid for this? Art? We need to renegotiate. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So I hope you guys had a good uh, holiday break. Yeah, we did. All in all yeah, did, very good. did Santa bring you what you wanted? Yes. And okay. what was that?
2: I something I got was, I got a lot of cool stuff. Got a little, uh, but one thing I was that was a surprise to me was uh, a Joe Kubert uh Drawing course thing. It's, oh, um, it's an online about course that. that they had it offered for a special deal. And uh, so I've got these uh, 11 by 17 books. There's five or six of them in the course and DVDs with Joe Kubert actually giving you instruction on there. There's assignments and things to do. So I'm going to start that here pretty soon. Cool. So there, yeah. there will be a test later. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You actually, the Part of the deal is you can send it in to have it evaluated if you wanted to, but I'm not going to do that. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow! Yeah.
1: Well, I got, I got a course too. Actually, uh, this was probably m- one of my biggest surprises. My kids got me a cooking class from Sugaries up in New Albany, Mississippi. Wow. They have five or six classes over the n- next six months, and they just said pick one and, and cool. Uh, Merry Christmas! And I was, re- I think I'm going to take the uh, the tortilla class. How to make tortillas and stuff like that. So that's if it's not already sold out. So.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, have you ever made homemade tortillas before?
1: Not very successfully, but yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, good friends of ours, uh, their oldest son's actually my godson. Uh, His mom is from Mexico, so she taught Mark how to make tortillas, uh, corn tortillas. So we got the masa. We got it
1: seems the, easy, but it, it's not as it's, easy it's as It's all looks. about getting it thin enough, mm-hmm.
0: you know, because yeah. if you don't get it thin enough, then it becomes, you know.
1: Well, a, I've got an yeah. antique um, press press from made in Mexico. Yeah. It's just cast iron it needs to be cleaned up, but I think if I can get that cleaned up, that'll go a long way towards making the Making them thin enough. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, we expect samples. All right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, I got
0: uh, I got some nice stuff. I got a Doctor Who, Third Doctor Blu-ray set, uh, John Pertwee. Um, but the thing I'm probably most excited about that I got that wasn't technically a Christmas present, we got an air fryer.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh,
0: I'm, my goodness, Speaking guy. of please bring samples. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't make it here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, chicken tenders in the air fryer. Unbelievable. So it is it is crazy good. So French yeah, we, fries in the air fryer, amazing.
2: We've had one since May the fourth. Be with you. That's right. May <laughs> the fryer be the, with the you. Becky's company Party was uh, spring party was on May the fourth and had a Star Wars theme to it, but we won a air fryer there,
0: and there are, it's really a neat thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying. I feel like when we first got a microwave as a kid, <laughs> hey, can you microwave this? Can you microwave yeah, that? That's what. Uh, but it's yeah. next on my gadget list. I haven't got one it's, yet. It's it's great. So the chicken tenders were really really good and no oil. We sprayed a little Pam on them, and uh, you know you you take the chicken tender. Um you bread it, you put it in an egg wash, then you put it in panko, and then uh air fry it for fourteen minutes. You flip it in the middle of that fourteen minutes, mm-hmm. so you go in seven and seven, and it's crisp, it's crunchy, it tastes great. So And I'm,
1: that's not much time really either. It's that's out. what I get bogged down in how much is is this going to take me to prepare? Yeah, yeah it, uh, it's not bad at all. So, all right, let's geeks of the week. Jay, what's your geek of the week? This is just a real quick one. I was as I was researching this morning, um, noticed that the first photos of the new Batman movie are out. No characters Ooh. yet, but there's some hmm. set photos with like Gotham police cars and some Gotham power and light vans and things is like that. the Batman the batman okay i think i've been corrected on that before yeah, yeah it's, the Pattinson batman it's called the batman and is y'all know i don't know this actor jeffrey
2: wright He's going to play commissioner yeah, gordon i uh, believe that's been announced you, you I, know him if you saw him he's he, a lot of things he was in westworld he was in westworld yeah yeah, yeah. he's on a commercial now that looks like he's on the, sta- the, on set, the set, set of westworld yeah, yeah that's right yeah um so yeah so yeah.
1: As, as a bat fan
2: i'm excited yeah I have I'm, no
1: character I, pictures yet, but yeah, just the, I can't the wait set. to see
2: the suit. Yeah, I've heard rumors about the suit. Then uh, yeah. uh, I'm real curious to see how that turns out. But I, I'm I'm optimistic about that. Hopefully, possibly s- optimistic. Did you see where Todd Phillips who it was Todd
0: Phillips who directed Joker? I believe. Right. The director of Joker would like a Batman set saw that. in his universe, yeah. but he, didn't wanna, um, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to directed okay and there was an alternate ending did you see you saw joker i haven't seen it neither yet. one of you guys see no. joker well no I, I won't i haven't seen it but i've read spoilers and his alternate ending would have altered the bat universe forever in that particular alternate universe so um i won't get into it since you guys haven't seen it yeah so but anyway but cool
2: cool we'll see that at some point my geek of the week is uh the uh, bbc version of dracula Ooh. we ended up watching that this weekend and uh, it was on Netflix, and it's produced by the people Moffat and Gaddis,
0: S- Stephen Moffat and, and Mark, Mark Gaddis, yeah. yeah,
2: who uh, did uh, the Sherlock thing, and also our the bunch of Doctor Who, bunch of Doctor Who, yeah. Now, yeah. did both of them work on that, or was it Moffat so, primarily? So Moffat was the
0: story runner. He was a uh-huh. showrunner, and he was he was showrunner under um, Capaldi in the last half of Smith or most of, of Matt Smith. Maybe all of Matt Smith, Moff and and Mark Gathis Gathis was a, um, a writer, and right. so they're like best buds. Yeah. Um, of course, Gathis was in Game of Thrones as well, and, and also then, played uh, Sherlock Holmes's
2: brother. That's yeah.
0: right. He's Mike Roth. <laughs> yeah, so Mike Roth. Yeah. He's great. I love yeah, Mark Gathis. and he has an appearance
2: in this too. Good, good. Uh, but was it uh, with the Blood Bank? Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> he uh Uh, has a significant role he's not in there until the the third episode but uh but he does play a a named character uh it was i thought it was good i I thought it was not as good i mean to me sherlock is just you know brilliant and i thought you know from the opening moments of of the first episode of that that i saw i was like oh my gosh this is great they copy a lot of the same things uh, style-wise from sherlock but at this point it seems like almost somebody said hey let's make a show like that regardless of whether they're the creators or not they they seem to kind of follow that a little bit too much but we we enjoyed it we thought it was really good first two episodes more so than the third there's a uh, a twist at the end of the second episode and uh to me it doesn't work as well after that twist Hmm. uh but it's, it's definitely worth checking out uh i thought it borrowed also thought the first episode borrowed a little too much uh from francis ford coppola's uh Dracula mm. that had uh, Gary Oldman in it. Yeah. Uh stylistically there were some things that you could see that they were doing that uh, called back to that. It has a real funny sense of humor about it. You know, a lot of lines that are are done intentionally to be funny. Uh sometimes they're a little forced, but uh, like I said it was enjoyable. Uh, the Van Helsing character especially we liked. And I won't say any more than that. Yeah, so it's three episodes, correct. Three episodes, just like Sherlock, kind of the ninety minute to two hour uh, you know, more more like three separate movies. Sure. But uh, like yeah a so you, series. Yeah, so you can watch it uh, you can watch it uh you know pretty w- well over two nights if you wanted to. Um, there's a in fact there's even a break within the middle of the second movie that's kind of a natural stopping point. And like I said, you'll see that when you're there.
0: Cool, cool. Well, I I intend on watching it at Mm -hmm. some point.
2: It's it's not getting great reviews. Uh, It's getting some blowback for a lot of different reasons, but uh, we found it enjoyable. We thought it was we thought it was good. I thought it was interesting
0: that it dropped on BBC uh, and then instead of going to BBC America
2: here, yeah. Uh, it ends up on Netflix, of course. Yeah, because I was looking for it on BBC America, thinking so that's where I'd see it. And then I'll say, Netflix has it. Well, so if I remember correctly, BBC
0: America, the BBC has no ownership in BBC America. It's t- right. it's a discovery network. They license the BBC name yeah. and programming uh, from from the beep.
2: And it's actually presented as a Netflix original in association with BBC. Wow. So it's not a BBC first. It's a okay. Netflix original first. Wow. So, yeah.
0: So did either of you guys watch the Golden Globes last night? I did not. You need to watch no. R- R- Ricky Gervais's monologue. It's hilarious. I've read
2: his – I've read – the, the best jokes from
0: that. Oh, you need or to Or the most it.
2: offensive jokes. I thought it was pretty funny. It's,
0: um, but he, some stuff that really hits home. Yeah. So, but, uh, anyway, so cool, cool, cool. You know, I, I've got, I, I told these guys I did not have a geek of the week and I've got multiple ones, but the one that I think is,
2: <laughs> as I'm sitting
0: here, um, so, but the one I think is hilarious is something I picked up from church yesterday. Uh, the The preacher was talking about stuff they did over uh, over Christmas break, and they uh, played a game called Exploding Kittens. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, oh my, yeah, my goodness! Attention. So it's a card game called Exploding Kittens, and you can get it at ExplodingKittens.com. It kickstarted. It's a card game that kickstarted got over. 8.7 million dollars in the kickstart phase wow so so it's a card game and the object i guess is to get rid of your cards but if you draw an exploding kitten card you're immediately dead unless you have a diffuse card <laughs> and so that's kind of the and it's 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 pretty This it cost
1: eight million dollars to do No, boy well,
0: yeah no no they they kickstarted 8.7 million dollars so I'm not saying it cost $8.7 million because they've got a lot of stuff for sale on their website. We need to come up with a Kickstarter idea. No No doubt. We we really need to. So uh, uh, here's one Imploding Puppies. Yeah. Uh? There you go. It's like Uno, except there are goats, magical enchiladas, and kittens that can kill you. That's from a CNN review. So, guys, we've missed our calling. We we need to come up with. You know, a game of a certain age, I guess. So,
2: anyway, we also got
0: a cat for Christmas too. By the way, oh Did really? Did you get a cat for Christmas? I'm so sorry. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: we're very happy about it. Oh okay. yeah, uh-huh.
0: yeah. Just don't let him explode or yeah, her explode. that's what
2: Despicable that, Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: so yeah. we uh, we should get exploding kittens for you know, yeah, and, <laughs> it and play, the right play it live like
2: the like the video guys do on on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> a card game we're playing live.
0: There you go. That would, that would be so. hilarious. Yeah, so com. also available on Amazon or wherever fine exploding games are sold. Yep. So, all right, so that gets us through the opening of our first show of 2020 that we're recording. We're going to talk a little Star Wars, but no Rise of Skywalker. We're going to dissect the Mandalorian cue spaghetti western music. That's Very good. good. I, I, I I cannot do that. So, Jay, have you seen all the Mandalorian? I have seen all the Mandalorian. Did you understand all the
2: Mandalorian? Of
1: course not. Okay. But it didn't make my enjoyment of it any less. Boy, what a
2: great show. That was a great show. And I think the last episode, which I guess is what we're specifically, we've talked about the Mandalorian. A bit. A little a bit. bit. Yeah. Okay, I can remember how much we've talked about it because we talk about things things outside of the podcast. <laughs> it feels like it. What did we podcast. talk about? Talk about in real life you, versus podcast. You guys
0: should just follow us around, is what you should yeah. do. So <laughs> that's you can get the podcast. full.
2: Once we get that Kickstarter, that's right, our Kickstarter there you go. campaign. Yeah, the bus.
1: <laughs> so people, but can there follow were things. So a short bus. Jay, there
2: were there was a very significant. and I guess we can spoil Mandalorian at this point now, right? Spoiler alert! Spoiler if you've not watch Mandalorian alerts. all the way, turn it off. Walk away. <laughs> we walk have spoken.
0: Away. We have spoken. This, <laughs> this is, is the way. Away. All right, we're going
2: forward. Okay. So I did not recognize the uh, the dark saber. I, I didn't mean, either my son, oh did, of course. Oh my goodness, I screamed like a little girl. So, <laughs> sorry. And that originated in the Clone Wars animated series? Yeah, so it, it
0: it came in the Clone Wars and it it goes back to it was the saber of the first Mandalorian Jedi. Yeah. And so it's intertwined in Clone Wars, and I cannot stress to you how great Clone Wars is.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm going to start watching that
0: again. And it shows up in Rebels as well. Yeah. Um, so basically, the the ruler of the Mandalorian cl- clans have has uh-huh. wielded it not wielded it not necessarily for sensitive or a Jedi, but it's become a symbol of power and unification from, for Mandalore.
2: but mm-hmm. I thought that episode, the final episode, episode eight did a great job of pulling everything back together because there was a kind of a feeling in the middle where are they right. just going to be a, just a random adventure every time but they really—I thought they did a good job of pulling things back together.
0: So I was expecting Gus Fring to try to sell me Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it'd been great if he had a Los Pollos Hermanos, There's probably one uh, somewhere in the back. One of the stormtroopers, you know, maybe have one. There's maybe can- he had. Did, there wasn't anything hanging in, in his Tie Fighter. Was there? Was <laughs> yeah, fuzzy chicken. Yeah, yeah, so. like a bucket of chicken in the back of the Tie Fighter. So, well, give
0: me your. All right, so your impressions of Mandalorian, the whole series, and then we can get into a little bit of individual. So, what did you think of the f- the series? as a whole art.
2: I, I really liked it a lot. I felt like it it, it was much uh, truer to the original trilogy to and even the original movie uh, than anything we've seen in a long time. Probably anything we've seen since the original trilogy. I just felt like it had that, that feeling. Uh, I really liked it a whole lot first few episodes. I thought there were a couple episodes towards the middle where it seemed like it may have gotten a little bit lost, where it lost its focus a little bit. Uh, and, and that's not a, a you know, a harsh criticism is certainly not something don't watch this, but it felt like it just kind of went um kind of adventure of the week a little bit more so than, uh than I was hoping it would do. But again, the final episode tied things back, uh, you know, pretty well for me. I liked the supporting cast of characters a whole lot. Uh You know, baby Yoda's obviously become this phenomenon. I think, you know, that was deservedly. So I love that character. They did much more than just make him a cute character. He actually had some personality and we saw things that, you know, that, he would do in the first episode or in the second episode, I guess, when he really, you know, came of more of a character that they kept calling back to. So it wasn't like they just said, oh, he's just going to be adorable and that's going to be enough for us. Yeah. And, um, you know, he helps drive the story. I mean, what, what's going on with him and, and the relationship that Mando uh, has with him is, uh, is what drives the story so I, I can't wait
0: to see in season two uh baby Yoda in his own Mandalorian armor, yeah <laughs> because he's a family now uh, so what what
1: were your impressions jay similar i I loved it as a whole, I was a little bit towards the middle, thinking this is really going slow um may are we just introducing characters or you know what's the storyline here It just didn't advance very far it didn't seem like, but that picked up towards the end, and like Art said, it got tied together at the end, so i I thought it was, I had the same overall complaint with it as I do about some other streaming series. Why only eight episodes and a lot of these episodes were 30 plus minutes. And so it just seemed like a lot of effort for a short, you know, amount of time. But I know it's bajillions of dollars to do all that. And, but I just wish it had been a little bit longer, a little bit more episodes, you know, that kind of thing. But for what it was, I can't wait till, you know, the fall. To
0: me, it seemed like they had seven strong episodes that they padded out to eight, yeah, or maybe six and a half episodes. And um, you know, probably three solid hours. It would have been a great three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. And then they said, "Hey, we've got to take this because it had its roots in the Star Wars story, Boba Fett movie. If you guys recall, that's kind of the the genesis of this series. Is they were going to do their own when when Disney bought and uh, Lucasfilm, and then they announced we're doing Episode Seven, Eight, Nine. We're also going to do Star Wars stories. They they announced Solo, Rogue One." Uh, They talked about a Boba Fett movie, and then they they also talked about an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie.
2: Which is happening. Oh, not a movie, but yeah, the series is happening. So
0: then after the problems with Solo, they kind of pivoted a little bit, turned this into a series, which I think worked perfectly as a series. I think
2: it's a great thing, but I do think it's it's almost like they had uh, the storyline for a two and a half hour movie, Yeah. and they said, let's make this, and you know, uh, like I said, I. It's certainly not something that is a, a big enough problem where I go, oh, this, this wasn't worth watching because I felt like it was. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't. I love the Western feel of it. You know, yeah. I thought that was all cool. Um, I thought the music was phenomenal. Music was, yeah, just incredible. So I I, I think you were right. And I thought the special effects were good. I thought the effects were great. Yeah. I can't think. And, and the idea that so much of it was done practically, too, I think, was, yeah. was also helped bring about that feeling of the original trilogy because, you know, they, they would have yeah. practical effects when they could. And then sometimes it was kind of hard to tell when it was practical and when it was CGI, which was, which was good. It is. And
0: I agree with you guys. It's the closest thing to the original mm-hmm. star Wars mm-hmm. in 1977 that I think mm-hmm. we have seen yet. Yeah. Uh, and I loved empire Empire's my favorite of the nine movies. Uh, but empire is a little more polished mm-hmm. obviously than star Wars. This was gritty. It was like they were shooting on budget constraints when it came to the practical stuff, a lot Mm -hmm. like Lucas did. Um, But the fan service, oh, my goodness. And
2: what I liked about it was I think they were smart in that I think had they gone with Boba Fett, everybody's got their preconceived notions of who Boba Fett is. Yeah. So with The Mandalorian, they start with a little bit more of a blank slate, but with kind of all the cool factors of Boba Fett without having to be tied to that. And I think that's the problem with this latest trilogy. Is that because you have characters sure. that we all expect to be a certain way? Nobody's going to be happy, or half the fan base is going to be, you know, mad, and half the fan base is going to be okay. Uh, this they were able to kind of start fresh, which they haven't been able to do really yeah. since 1977. Exactly. Uh, you know, Empire to a, a certain degree is still a continuation. So there, I would say there's probably a fresh feeling there too. A lot of stuff was introduced in Empire that blew us away because we didn't expect it. And so I think that they're still – they were still able to surprise us here. And I think by starting out with the characters that they have as new characters but setting it in a world that we're very familiar with, just to me that that's why it's been so wi- uh, so widely accepted as opposed to any of the these latest trilogies of movies or the prequels especially too.
0: And I love that we had no – Established characters at all, right? Period. Yeah, I mean, no, no cameos, no mention. Mm-hmm. They have, they really don't know what the force is, right? And we've just assumed the force is this amazing thing that everybody knows about, and everybody wants to be a Jedi.
1: Yeah, and they mentioned the Jedi one time, right? Yeah, and when trying to explain who the kid was, and and all this, that was interesting. And I, I, talking about characters, though, I read that in the next series there will be some other original trilogy characters that will come back into it.
2: Yeah. and But I think that, that may they may be very minor characters. Mm-hmm. Like IGA? I think they may be bounty hunter characters as opposed to like... Uh, now, I know that Kenobi, they're already looking for a, a young Luke and a young Leia to be in, in that show. I have a feeling those are not going to be big characters they're probably going to be something that you know kind of, uh, kind of like bruce wayne and gotham
0: yeah in, in the, yeah in the fox show gotham. yeah now
2: originally he eventually became a, a huge part of that show but i think yeah. originally he was just kind of supposed to be a you know a, 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 a character a minor character in that show yeah and hopefully that's the route they'll go then too but uh, i think this was i think this worked really well and the thing i liked about it is the characters the new characters they created did not seem derivative of Uh, character. So, Oh, this is their version of, you know, Han Solo. Oh, this is their version of, you know, uh, Darth Vader or whatever, you know, they were wholly new, but they felt like they belonged in that world.
0: I, I loved uh, Werner Herzog as the client. Yeah, he was great,
2: man. He uh-huh. I, and I just wish he would have survived. You know. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And of course, <laughs> Star Wars has a history of killing off the really cool characters. They do. Yeah. They do.
0: So, and uh, what's what's the moth who came at the end? Is Gideon. Not, yeah, Gideon. Uh-huh. Moth. Gus Frank.
2: That's who I can't. Get, yeah. yeah, and
0: I can never. It's Giancarlo
1: how es, do you, uh, Esposito. Yeah. Esposito. Esposito. Okay. Yeah, he's got actually, I was looking him up after because uh, he's appeared in a lot of shows that I've watched. He's phenomenal. And uh, so when he bought him, he was great for the role. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, too.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, he's not Darth Vader wannabe. He's not Grandma Tarkin wannabe. He's this other guy. He was a pencil pusher. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he was, and, a, he was yeah. an accountant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, there are parallels there. But it's not like, you know, you've taken this – you know, to, to what I think they kind of did with Kylo Ren, to a degree, is tried to create another Darth Vader in terms of the look and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I thought it worked really well. I loved Carl Weathers. I thought he was just a great <laughs> character. great. And, of course, I liked Nick Nolte's character. That cool? was one of my favorites. Was-
1: I don't know how to say it, but yeah. even the spelling is hard to... Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. What did you think about? This has gotten a lot of flack about uh, the Jason Sudeikis. Uh, I can't. Remember, Andy Palmer, I think, was the other guy. The two star uh, stormtroopers who were. I beating loved, up. I loved it. <laughs> I thought so, that
1: was great. Somebody said they ought to have their own show.
2: So there was a
0: uh, there was a parody done about 15 years ago called Troops. That's what it reminded me. It of. reminded me of Troops, yeah. and basically, it's Star Wars Episode Four from the Stormtroopers um um perspective and it starts with uh, bad boys like cops did uh-huh. it was, it was you can mim- find it
2: on YouTube.
0: Yeah it's mimicked mimicked after yeah. cops. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, we gotta go back out to the Lars place. You know, yeah. this is like the fourth time in six months. Uh, what's going on, you know, and it, it it's just it's pretty hilarious. So I loved I loved that. I that was a a, a Taki Wahiti corrected yeah. uh-huh. episode. Um so i just i mean I loved his irreverent feel to that i mean yeah. it, it's like Thor Ragnarok continued,
2: yeah. Um,
0: but I mean, it was great. but it fit.
2: I mean, the thing is, that's that's an element that was never brought in in the original trilogy or any of the movies so far. But you think that's got to be very real to oh, the sure, situation, yeah. sure.
0: And uh, I love the. I love. I think in episode one we saw the vacuum tube bathroom downstairs from yeah. the cockpit, right? Of of uh, what's uh, what's Mando's? What's his ship's called? Razor, the Razor Crest, Razor Crest. Yeah, yeah. So we saw downstairs at the Razor Crest, which was great. As opposed to Showtime at the Apollo. Oh, that
1: sounds like a title. Yeah,
0: yeah. Downstairs <laughs> it's the Razor Crest. So,
1: but... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. But, you know, you had all these realistic touches that you always yeah. have kind of wondered about. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, it's funny. My, my oldest, uh, we had a... Uh, uh, we had a burglar alarm up here at the studio and I was out of town or something. And so Bonnie and David come up here to kind of look around. And it was, it, it was a malfunction. We figured it was, but Dave goes in and, and says, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold <laughs> as he's looking around, you know? And I'm like, Oh son. Wow. So, but it the, the realistic touches were great. John Favreau, who was the show r- runner, wrote most of this. He and Dave Fellini, Dave mm-hmm. Fellini is the creative, Um, force behind Rebels and Clone Wars the last half of Clone Wars they nailed it Mm -hmm. Um, you know the the story was great it felt like you were in far corners of this galaxy that we always wanted to explore Mm -hmm. Um, the the folks they brought in as actors were yeah fabrials. the guest stars were great and then the guest directors you had uh, Bryce, oh, you Dallas, that, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, Bryce Dallas yeah yeah Bryce Howard um, Favreau directed the pilot to Wakiti. Watiti, yeah, I'm I actually sorry.
1: rewound when I saw Bryce Dallas Howard go across the credits I'm like wait is that who I, I think it is it is I, it I, a, I'll be, yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I was
1: just surprised
0: so yeah uh, just all these great guest directors who brought these unique voices to it but it all felt. I mean, it felt so Star Wars. Uh, it's the show that I've probably been waiting on for 25 years.
2: Yeah, I would say I I would think so too. It was the one that we thought, oh, wouldn't this be cool if you could do some kind of TV show about Star Wars? And yeah. they never could have done it like this. Yeah, and there was talk of
0: doing a uh, kind of underground and Corsican uh, mm-hmm. story, kind of a the the scum and villainy right um, of the Imperial homeworld, which would have been cool. But this is this is really good. Yeah, um, I love the the callback to Death Watch when you have the 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 whole what what was it called the cohort? yes yeah so that was that was what was left of death watch um You'll, you'll see that when you get into Clone Wars. Or you've seen uh-huh. Clone Wars, right?
2: No, I've watched some of Clone Wars probably a yeah. season, but I need to go back and do the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, the the whole idea that the Mandalorians are not necessarily a race as much as it's a warrior. Yeah, code. Yeah, they
2: actually speak to that. Yeah, they said that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, favorite episode. What was your favorite? If you had to pick one as your favorite episode. I know it's a continuous story, but like you said, we do have different directors and they had different touches on them either the one
0: with death watch coming out to rescue uh him in the baby yoda
2: or the last one yeah i think the last one i'd have to me. say probably the last one too i did like the one that was kind of the seven samurai or magnificent seven where uh yeah uh, they're protecting the the village with the little ponds and stuff because mm-hmm. the the at not at at the it was AT, an atsd atsd yeah that was so cool that gave that such a personality I mean it became this you know kind of scary thing above the tree line you know coming in and then and taking over I also like the one uh, that was the when they visit the prison ship and kind of that was you know kind of a, a horror movie kind of thing to it but uh, again that one could sit just on its own it really yeah. didn't seem like it you know it had part of the story as much as the other
0: one. Too. The double cross was great. Yeah. You know, Yeah, and, uh, I, I love all these touches of these, these races that we've seen mm-hmm. in other movies, um, in other parts of the universe. Right. That you've only seen one representative race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the whole IG, uh, yeah. series, you know, the, the touches uh-huh. there. Cause we've all seen IG 88. This was IG 11. Yeah. 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 This goes to 11. Yeah. That's what yeah. There. So
1: there was something I read too that, um, I guess they didn't, uh, well, two things about the just outside the film. Who made the decision not to have merchandise? I think that was a brilliantly stupid move. I mean, maybe maybe later they'll still get money, but I can't believe that Closing before Christmas, they didn't have stuff.
2: I think the idea of keeping Baby Yoda as a surprise was Absolutely. so important. Yeah. You know what? I was
1: reading about that today. They apparently Favreau met with Beyonce's producer or something and talked to them about how they kept things secret mm-hmm. and, and followed whatever advice he gave to that, keep it To I, me,
2: that, that payoff and not having that spoiled when I saw that was just, I mean, that's where I went, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Well, that makes sense. And then so, the other,
1: yeah. Go but, ahead.
2: but didn't you see that they offered a uh, early
0: bird uh, certificate? Uh, pack of that you could get a baby Yoda you you buy the the early bird pack before christmas and, and you, you get a cardboard
2: a, box you get yeah. a cardboard
0: box well apparently even your,
1: even in china they're they're keeping the that's that was thing, a joke, joke. That, uh, well i mean i ordered some um, yoda stickers yeah and i didn't know they were coming from you know these just came off of uh Amazon, but apparently they came from China, and I ordered them a month ago. I'm yeah. still
2: waiting. So, well, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're copyright violations. They're so
1: be copyright, please. A but yeah, you know, and, and then there's some, there's two things. Y'all may have seen more, but the Stormtrooper transport and the E-Web cannon apparently were Kenner toys. That's right. That didn't actually show up in any other movies, but he took some toys and made them made them real. Which yeah, I thought yeah. was very creative yeah the eweb
0: canon i actually had that from the hoth battle um the battle scene i believe i've got that somewhere
2: and i haven't looked yet i need to go back and and look and see the easter egg collection of all the stuff that's in there that you you know the the stuff you saw was great because easter is really close It's right around the corner corner. it's right after valentine's day Mm -hmm. so but it, a little Easter uh, Yoda bunny kind of thing. Gosh.
0: So I I almost feel bad for Disney Plus, but I really don't because they're raking in the dough. Because there's nothing else I'm going to watch on Disney Plus. That's
2: what they keep saying. There's nothing. Then so many people have canceled their yeah. subscription already I saw because that. Mandalorian's over.
0: Huh? Yeah, I may have to do that. So I hate to uh, say that. But... I
2: paid a hit for two years. So I'm... <laughs> yeah, I've got a year subscription. And, and there's there's and Bob Iger. Thanks you, Jay. <laughs> Bob Iger. Thanks. I mean, there's still like I said. a... This will give me a chance to go through Clone Wars. It'll give me a chance to go through Rebels and see all those things. Uh, they're going to bring out division earlier than they thought. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which they have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, y'all about y'all done with that over there? <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Can
0: we go ahead and drop episode one now? Yeah, we'll do try. episode two in six months.
2: What do you think about the decision to uh, launch it? And we may have talked about this already, too, but launch it on a weekly basis as opposed to dropping the whole season. I like It didn't I, bother me. I think it makes it more of must watch TV and kind of the old water cooler kind of thing, because we were all watching it as soon as we could Friday, you know, if, or, you know, at least by Saturday. And then of course the one episode that came out Wednesday and you know, there would be social media chatter. Oh, have you seen this? And stuff. So I think that probably, I don't know. I think it may have helped it to kind of go back to that. It made it unique
0: in this, this universe of drop and binge. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, great. Um, just uh, the best Star
2: Wars in a while. How many times have you watched the episodes?
1: I watched the last one twice because I knew we were going to talk about it, but I didn't. Yeah. I haven't watched anything else. Only twice. once.
2: I watched because uh, Will hadn't seen it. And he was home around Christmas, and so uh, actually over when he was home, I guess it launched before Thanksgiving. So we watched some episodes of Thanksgiving, and then caught up with whatever was out. So I've watched. Up until that point, which I guess was whatever came out right before Rise of Star, uh, Skywalker. Was that up to seven? Up to seven. Seven, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I've seen everything but the last episode twice. Okay. And I'll, I'll go watch, back and watch the... I meant to, but I found Dracula, so I didn't... Yeah,
1: and I picked up... Like, my son's watching The Clone Wars, so I've watched a little bit of that with him. My mm-hmm. daughter's watching the series from the beginning, uh, the, oh, whole, yeah, the, but, movie, the series. movie series. Yeah. And so i watched a little bit with her, too. So I'm kind of getting bits and pieces.
0: Well, it's... Um, it's going to be fun to see where they go because the level of, with season two, because the level of expectation is so high right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. You know, they
2: really, they've set the bar pretty high,
0: uh, but I would love to see Fabro do his own movie. Yeah. You know, I'd love too. to, I'd love to see Kevin Feige do a star Wars movie and Favreau to do mm-hmm. a star Wars movie.
2: Um, okay. So the next season comes out fall 2020. Yeah. Right. Okay. And which will be here in two weeks. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> Yoda Yoda's not going to grow. We're not going to have like a, Teenage Groot thing, like we've got. <laughs> let I am Yoda. Well, I, am. I mean, if he's fifty now, even if he
1: grew a year, it Th- wouldn't make. Have any you difference. seen the thing
2: that says Yoda was actually thirty? <laughs> not quite thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you well, if this guy's eighteen months and Yoda was probably thirty when he died, I'm like, dang, Yoda, that's. kinda of <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I want to find out what world he he comes from. Yeah. So.
1: So do that, you think he's? Do you think Baby Yoda is a Jedi?
2: No, I think he's force sensitive. I think
1: you have to go through the training to be a Jedi.
2: That's right. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, okay. you have to
0: be because there's a lot if you you get in clone wars and especially rebels. Uh-huh. Rebels and really I guess
2: force wielder because you can be yeah. force sensitive without being like That's right. Uh, finn is apparently force sensitive yeah okay which sounds like he's got lactose intolerance or something. <laughs> yeah, right. sorry i'm a little force sensitive can we not be using that around me so much yeah. sure finn oh, no problem
0: yeah yeah but uh it, and you get into rebels which i highly and i liked clone wars a lot rebels i thought was was much better than clone wars
2: yeah, i watched um, a couple of seasons of rebels and i really liked oh, that a lot man, it was great but i feel like it, you know since i got the time and in terms of when and, uh, and the beer yeah yeah <laughs> One thing stands clear. Yeah. Anyway, not necessarily free time, but the time before Mandalorian 2 comes out. Season yeah. 2 comes out. I think I'll try to get that. Some of those watched. Well, they they get into the whole idea of
0: of force wielders. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are there's a lot of force wielders and, and rebels that you didn't know about. So you've got the Inquisitor, which is mm-hmm. which is a great character. Um, you've got jedi who did not get killed who kind of go their own way um one's named fleetwood and the other one's named mac hello and uh (laughs) was that was that too much no yeah okay i've stopped
2: Stopped believing though i'll just tell you
1: (laughs) (laughs) wow so what about the dude y'all just real quickly the dudes in blue the mandalorians in blue there's something significant about them isn't there they're death watch okay that's that's the death watch Watch? okay that's death watch you gotta watch to see Death Watch, So I got to watch Clone Wars. You got to
0: gotta get, watch. To uh, de- it's in Rebels. Rebels. Death Watch. I'm, no, it may be in Clone Wars as well. I can't remember. I
2: think it's Clone Wars. I yeah. can't remember.
0: Like, like I said, I have because it, in the in the crew in Rebels, you've got a Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, you know, Sabine mm-hmm. is in Rebels. And so you got a lot of Mandalore ties and information from Rebels that builds on Clone Wars. Yeah. And Clone Wars season seven is going to drop. That's another reason to keep Disney Plus is because Clone Wars season seven is dropping in February, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. So um,
1: I've got to get a job that allows
2: me to watch more TV. Yeah. Wow. They're also looking at a live-action Ahsoka. um, Oh, dream that would be so great. Mm -hmm. I see. I think even with with Disney, they can do stuff that's like Netflix does. That's a a Disney original movie. You don't have to try to do the series every time and don't have to worry about putting it in the box office and see how it does there. Find topics that you want to explore. I still think, you know, in retrospect, solo would have made a great one of these series as opposed to the movie. And I loved the movie. Yeah. I just think that, you know, conditions as they were in the theater, didn't give it the best chance that it could have had. It was too soon. It was too soon after last Jedi, regardless of how you felt about it.
0: Yeah. And you know, Rogue One was great as well, but mm-hmm. if Rogue One had come out, you know, prior prior to the Force Awakens, I think it would have done much better. But yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. So it is what it is. The way is this is the way. We have spoken. Is that it? We We've spoken, spoken way, way too, too long. long. <laughs> oh man and on that note we want to thank you guys for joining us uh, going into a brave new year of 2020 uh, if you like what you hear give us a five star review or a five star rating and a positive review if you hate it give us some stars anyway you can blast us in the comments we want to thank to all our listeners wherever you get this from Podbean, iTunes well it's not iTunes it's <laughs> it's podcast app it's still in the iTunes family Spotify And until next time, we'll see you then.